0: Hi friends, I am Annie F. Downs. Let's read the Gospels. The Gospels are the first four books of the New Testament in the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These are the stories of Jesus Christ's life on earth, the friendships, the parables, the sacrifices, the meals, the miracles. Each month we read all four books. So make sure you're subscribed, rate, and review the show if you get a chance. And here's how today is going to work. I'm going to read three chapters to you. You can listen or read along in your own Bible, and then I'll pray. And that's it. So today is July 23rd, day 23. And I'll be reading Luke chapters 16 through 18. And this month I am reading from the CSB. Luke 16. Now he said to his disciples, there was a rich man who received an accusation that his manager was squandering his possessions. So he called the manager in and asked, what is this I hear about you? Give an account of your management because you can no longer be my manager. Then the manager said to himself, What will I do since my master is taking the management away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig. I'm ashamed to beg. I know what I'll do so that when I'm removed from management, people will welcome me into their homes. So he summoned each of his master's debtors. How much do you owe my master? He asked the first one. A hundred measures of oil, he said. Take your invoice, he told him. Sit down quickly and write 50. Next, he asked another, how much do you owe? A hundred measures of wheat, he said. Take your invoice, he told him, and write 80. The master praised the unrighteous manager because he had acted shrewdly, for the children of this age are more shrewd than the children of light in dealing with their own people. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of worldly wealth so that when it fails, they may welcome you into eternal dwellings. Whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in much, and whoever is unrighteous in very little is also unrighteous in much. So if you have not been faithful with worldly wealth, who will trust you with what is genuine? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to someone else, who will give you what is your own? No servant can serve two masters, since either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. The Pharisees, who were lovers of money, were listening to all these things and scoffing at Him. And He told them, You are the ones who justify yourselves in the sight of others, but God knows your hearts. For what is highly admired by people is revolting in God's sight. The law and the prophets were until John. Since then, the good news of the kingdom of God has been proclaimed, and everyone is urgently invited to enter it. But it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one stroke of a letter in the law to drop out. Everyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery, and everyone who marries a woman divorced from her husband commits adultery. There was a rich man who would dress in purple and fine linen, feasting lavishly every day. But a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, was lying at his gate. He longed to be filled with what fell from the rich man's table, but instead the dogs would come and lick his sores. One day the poor man died and was carried away by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried, and being in torment in Hades, he looked up and saw Abraham a long way off, with Lazarus at his side. Father Abraham, he called out, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, because I am in agony in this flame. Son, Abraham said, remember that during your life you received your good things, just as Lazarus received bad things, but now he is comforted here while you are in agony. Besides all this, a great chasm has been fixed between us and you, so that those who want to pass over from here to you cannot, neither can those from there cross over to us. Father, he said, then I beg you to send him to my father's house, because I have five brothers to warn them so that they won't also come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, they have Moses and the prophets. They should listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. But he told him, if they don't listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded if someone rises from the dead. Luke 17. He said to his disciples, offenses will certainly come, but woe to the one through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day and comes back to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, the Lord said, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it will obey you. Which one of you having a servant tending sheep or plowing will say to him when he comes in from the field? Come at once and sit down to eat. Instead, will he not tell him, prepare something for me to eat. Get ready and serve me while I eat and drink. Later, you can eat and drink. Does he thank that servant because he did what he was commanded? In the same way, when you have done all that you were commanded, you should say, we are unworthy servants. We've only done our duty. While traveling to Jerusalem, he passed between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten men with leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he told them, go and show yourselves to the priests. And while they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, seeing that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice gave glory to God. He fell face down at his feet, thanking him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, "Were not 10 cleansed. Where are the nine? Didn't any return to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he told him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has saved you. When he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them, the kingdom of God is not coming with something observable. No one will say, see here or there, for you see the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then he told the disciples, the days are coming when you will long to see one of the days of the son of man, but you won't see it. They will say to you, see there or see here. Don't follow or run after them. For as the lightning flashes from horizon to horizon and lights up the sky, so the Son of Man will be in His day. But first, it is necessary that He suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be in the days of the Son of Man. People went on eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage until the day Noah boarded the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. It will be the same as it was in the days of Lot. People went on eating, drinking, buying, selling, planting, building. But on the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be like that on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, a man on the housetop whose belongings are in the house must not come down to get them. Likewise, the man who is in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to make his life secure will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two will be in one bed, one will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding grain together, one will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord, they asked him. He said to them, where the corpse is, there also the vultures will be gathered. Luke 18, now he told them a parable on the need for them to pray always and not give up. There was a judge in a certain town who didn't fear God or respect people, and a widow in that town kept coming to him saying, give me justice against my adversary. For a while, he was unwilling, but later he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or respect people, yet because this widow keeps pestering me, I will give her justice so that she doesn't wear me out by her persistent coming. Then the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. Will not God grant justice to his elect who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay helping them? I tell you that he will swiftly grant them justice. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee was standing and praying like this about himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other people, greedy, unrighteous, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but kept striking his chest and saying, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you, this one went down to his house justified rather than the other, because everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted." People were bringing infants to him so that he might touch them, but when the disciples saw it, they rebuked them. Jesus, however, invited them, "'Let the little children come to me, and don't stop them, because the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it.'" A ruler asked him, "'Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life?' "'Why do you call me good?' Jesus asked him. "'No one is good except God alone.'" You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and mother. I have kept all these from my youth, he said. When Jesus heard this, he told him, you still lack one thing, sell all you have and distribute it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. After he heard this, he became extremely sad because he was very rich. Seeing that he became sad, Jesus said, How hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this asked, Then who can be saved? He replied, What is impossible with man is possible with God. Then Peter said, Look, we have left what we had and followed you. So he said to them, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has left a house, wife, or brothers, or sisters, parents, or children because of the kingdom of God, who will not receive many times more at this time and eternal life in the age to come. Then he took the twelve aside and told them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem. Everything that is written through the prophets about the Son of Man will be accomplished. For he will be handed over to the Gentiles, and he will be mocked, insulted, spit on, and after they flog him, they will kill him, and he will rise on the third day. They understood none of these things. The meaning of the sayings was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. As he approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging. Hearing a crowd passing by, he inquired what was happening. Jesus of Nazareth is passing by, they told him. So he called out, "'Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me.' Then those in front told him to keep quiet, but he kept crying out all the more, "'Son of David, have mercy on me.' Jesus stopped and commanded that he be brought to him. When he came closer, he asked him, "'What do you want me to do for you?' "'Lord,' he said, "'I want to see. "'Receive your sight,' Jesus told him. "'Your faith has saved you.' Instantly he could see, and he began to follow him, glorifying God." All the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. That is Luke 16 through 18 in the CSB. Let's pray together. Jesus, so much of what you teach us in today's reading is about prayer. And I just love that persistent widow story where you say this parable is about not giving up in prayer. So today, God, we just bring you again the things we refuse to give up on that we will pray until our very last breath for a couple of really important things in each of our lives and people and opportunities. And, and so until you move, we won't move either. <laughs> we will keep praying and keep asking and because we want to be like that. You told us to pray and not give up. So give us a heart that prays and does not give up. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.